What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your host with the most, the best from the Midwest, the overweight lady lover, your husky heartthrob, your not-so-local super villain, your global icon and national treasure. Ladies want him. Men, they want to be him. Starks, a.k.a. Big Sexy, a.k.a. Hollywood Starks Hogan, a.k.a. Big Chowder, a.k.a. The Dark Skin Dynamo, a.k.a. Go Grab the Bill, a.k.a. The Messiah of Maniacal Menagerie, a.k.a. Starksky Hutchinson, a.k.a. Chase Manhattan, a.k.a. Big Papa Blunt, a.k.a. Chase Money, a.k.a. God Body, a.k.a. Wave Cap Warrior, a.k.a. Did the PayPal clear yet, baby? And I welcome you to the Fake Wolf Pack Podcast, the number one. Yes, the number one. And this isn't a broken record, motherfucker. The number one wrestling podcast. You ain't got to go check the ratings or the Google Analytics or any of that bullshit. I've done all the hard work for you. And if you haven't guessed it, this episode is brought to you by the good people at Scheme Daily Clothing. You can follow them on all socials at Scheme Daily Clothing, all one word. And you can pick up their fly gear at ScheemeDaily.com. That is S-K-E-E-M Daily.com. Right now, I believe they're throwing an awesome deal of, I believe it is like 10%, something crazy like that. It'll be all in the fucking description. 10% off of orders of 70 bucks or something of the sorts and for all you cool kids out in la scheme daily will be doing a pop-up shop and guess who might be in the fucking building that's right mark fucking henry no starks yes i will be there so once again let's give a huge shout out to scheme daily and look out for their pop-up shop coming up in may down in la so uh yeah you'll be hearing me talk more about it so let's go ahead and jump right into the action we're going to talk nothing but the ae fucking dubs and they have been heating it up it's been nothing but fuego action for the last week or so if you haven't noticed um if you haven't got the chance to check it out please go check out these shit show episodes where i talk about the rise and fall of tna slash impact wrestling and might i say it's a shitty show if you ask me so we're talking about this AEW right now, and they've been cooking it up. Jeff Cobb's made an awesome premiere. Um, the episode from Georgia, from Atlanta, by far, to me, in my opinion, was the best episode of AEW Dynamite. It was nothing but jam-packed. I have no complaints. I don't think they should have changed anything differently. That cage match, um, I've heard the good guys at Warp Culture Wrestling talk about how that revolutionized how we thought about cage matches and put everything into play. Um, Jeff Cobb, like I said, came through like a fucking madman, doing everything, doing what they needed, and it helped set up the matches for revolution. Uh, the women's division needed the shake-up. Um, Nyla Rose, awesome on the fucking microphone. Dark Order, looking good as usual. Inner Circle, looking good as fucking usual. Uh, just, you can't can't complain. It's just all love and just everything that you need all the way to fucking around. Uh, Darby Allen, man, bruh. Uh, he took the whole Sammy Guevara card and flipped it on him. And that was a really good way to set up their match. I really would like that they got a build for Sammy Guevara and Brandon Cutler like this at some point. But nonetheless, we're getting to it. 
so I like everything that they have going on there. If you can, man, go back and watch that entire episode of the AEW Dynamite in Georgia. And while we're moving forward, let's press on, let's press on, let's press on. Uh, AEW Dark, if you don't get a chance to watch it, man, it, last week, I think this week's coming up where we had uh, the Joey Vanilla Dark match. We had QT Marshall and Dustin Rose. There's Peter Avalon and Sean Spears. And you got the Jurassic, oh, I'm sorry, the Dark Order versus the Stronghearts. Yo, great matches, great card. You really get to showcase everyone going on there. Evil Uno is so fucking slept on. Marco Stunt so fucking slept on. Stronghearts out here tearing it up, bringing out some Fuego matches and doing everything. Shouts out to them tearing it up in MO Dub and come over here doing the same thing. And Jimmy Havoc from MO Dub as well. Mm-hmm. Out here killing it too. Um so they put on some great matches. I like what they're doing with Jimmy Havoc and Dr. Luther and Mel. Are they going to be together? Are they going to sort of fight? What's going on? I like that tension. Uh, Kim Sabian and Joey Janela, can we please fight forever? Every time Joey Janela is on Dark, he always puts on an awesome match that turns me into a fan of Joey Janela. Dark is where he resides. I wish there was a dark championship because boy, oh boy, man, Joey Janela would take the fucking cake. Even if they built a deathmatch style uh, championship, Joey Janela, Jimmy Havoc, uh, I believe Lance Archer is coming in. You got Dr. Luther, and I think there's another person who's also, uh, I'm sorry, uh, John Moxley, who's also there for the death matches and those things of the sorts. And there's a bunch of people from CZ's Up and all other places in AA Dub come in there and put on these awesome death matches with these gentlemen as well. Regardless, awesomeness. When you get a chance, check out that AEW Dark. give it up for brandy one time uh i know everybody likes to go on and hate on her about her moves and they don't like this they don't like that but i think she did really well working with dustin and qt and i would love for them to keep those guys together so let's move forward into the uh, dynamite that just recently passed the go i'm sorry the uh take home show for revolution and, and it most definitely was not that they did their best to come through and heat it up Omega and Pac really set the tone, that 30-minute Iron Man match, and they let it go on a little bit longer. It's a good way to cheat the time system of not having, not putting everybody on for their pay-per-view that's on Saturday, but also putting on a good showcase for these two guys. Great, man. Really good. And we get to set up for Omega versus Orange Cassidy. That's going to be dope. Lucha Express versus the Inner Circle. This was the point in time where Lucha Express needed that giant win, and now you get to see the fault of Inner Circle, so that's really breaking down that heel faction. Really good storytelling. I like what's going on there. No complaints. Um, Big Swole versus Sheeta versus Shanna versus uh, Zaka Zaka, I believe. Can we get more of the women's division? This match, to me, stole the, stole the show. Uh, amazing storytelling. It was funny. It was brutal. It was... It was fast-paced. It slowed down. It, it really did a lot of good things for that four-person battle royale. I'm sorry, not battle royale, but that four-person fatal four-way match. It really stepped it up, and it did really good work for the women division. I think it was a very good way to give them the main card spot and for them to come out and close out the show to a certain degree and headline the show. So I was very happy about that. Always good to see Big Swole out there. And we 
get the setup for John Moxley and Chris Jericho. So they had their weigh in, which is a different flip. I don't think we got the weigh in for him versus Cody, but that was a good different flip to make it feel larger than life. And that's exactly what it felt like. This felt like a, a prize fight to the highest degree. And they put on a really good show for that. So let's get into these suggestions while we're on the roll. So first things first, let's keep Dustin, QT, and Brandy together. Let's keep the Nightmare family. Uh, I know they got graphics. I know they got music. They got these things. Let's put them together. I like how they looked. I like how that felt and seeing them in the ring. Dustin being an overbearing uh, teacher figure showing the others the ropes. I think that's a really good look. Uh, Joey Janelle and the Dark Order run AEW Dark. We need to keep them there. I won't say we need to keep them there, but they really balance it out. They give me more of a reason to really, really tune in. Um, they make me a fan of them. They made me become fans of the other people that they wrestle. They really took the time to shine. I think if we got more of the, I know I like seeing the Dark Order promos on AEW Dynamite, and I think if we started using those to push that there's a lot more dark order matches on aew dark i think that would be the one hand washing the other i think that'd be a good look um and i know this is going to come off the cusp and probably out of place but less orange cassidy we're using him far too much right now and he's going to lose his nostalgic appeal but we are going to get his first match on Saturday, so who knows? My opinion might change on that. But, yeah, I, I would love to see how these things change and go forth. But I think less Orange Cassidy. And then, you know, less is more in certain situations. So that would give us more of a chance to love him when he does come back and do things. I love how now that they're putting him down, they're putting him through the dirt and through the ringer. And now you get to really see other people beat on and wail on Orange Cassidy. So now your, your baby face has a chance and something to come against and overcome and everything like that. Um, I think uh, when Lance Archer gets in there, I think a good feud would be between, would be between him and Cody or him and Joey Janela. Uh, just to give that guy the rub, I don't know too much about Lance, but I'm, I'm very interested to see what he does. I know he's a big guy, big crazy dude. I would say him and John Moxley, but... Um, who knows what's going to happen with John? I got a feeling that this might be the time where Chris drops the belt, or we're going to wait till All Out, or I'm sorry, or we're going to wait till Double or Nothing, and Chris is going to drop the belt there. Regardless, but yeah, I would love to see uh, Lance get a high-profile matchup and feud going on. Uh, and let's see what we're looking at on the time here. Um, as far as predictions go for Revolution, I really don't have any. Uh, I'm going into this wholehearted to really see a really good show. I'm interested to see what's going on. My one big prediction is that Chris is going to drop the belt. Chris Jericho is going to drop the belt. We're going to have a new champion in John Moxley. And I don't think the Bucks are going to get it done right now. I think we're going to carry that storyline on a little bit more. But yeah, I think it's going to be an amazing show. Uh, I have not been disappointed from an AEW pay-per-view yet. I haven't been disappointed from any of the AEW programming. Well, my name is Starks. This has been another lovely edition of the Fake Wolfpack Podcast. Let's give another shout-out to our sponsor for this week's episode, Scheme Daily. You can check them out at schemedaily.com and follow them on all socials 
at Scheme Daily Clothing. That's S-K-E-M Daily Clothing. My name is Starks. This has been another lovely edition of the Fake Wolfpack Podcast. I bit the idea. Uh, yeah.